Welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, and today we are talking about alcohol because I believe for a healthy journey, you know, anything in moderation, right? That's the key. Anything in moderation, but guess what? You're probably not moderately drinking your alcohol. You're probably not having the balance that you think you are. So that's what we're going to tackle today. I'm going to give you three steps on how to gain control around alcohol and how to actually still include it while seeing results. Because Monday's episode, I talked with Haley and it was also about alcohol, right? This should sound very familiar, but she chose the approach of cutting it out completely from her life and she shared her journey, her results, how she's feeling now. But I know that not everyone wants to do that, you know? Some people are at different parts in their journey, and as I said, you can still keep it in your life. You just have to start changing some things with how you approach it. So I think that you're really going to enjoy this week's episode. So before we jump in to this week's episode, if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, you know, alcohol is something that has been holding me back, that I don't have a good relationship with, that I need help setting boundaries around or just setting boundaries around anything in general, this is what I help guide you through in Beyond the Hype Boot Camp, the six-week Girls Gone Healthy Boot Camp where we teach you step-by-step how to change your mindset around health, how to have body acceptance, how to find food freedom, fitness that fits your lifestyle, and then the last one is playing the long game. And so through each of these weeks, we tackle, you know, how can we build a life that's sustainable for you, that's something that you're happy with and comfortable with, and is really just a repeatable process for any goal that you're trying to reach. So if this seems of interest to you, if you're like, yes, I need guidance on this, head to the link in my bio or in the show notes right below. It's emilykaufman.org slash beyondthehype emilykaufman.org slash beyondthehype. I hope to see you there and I hope that you enjoy this week's episode. So let's talk alcohol and how you can continue drinking it and still see results. So I think that a lot of people really trick themselves up with alcohol because they're really underestimating what moderate drinking actually looks like and what sort of balance that they have in their life. Because I think that a great rule of thumb for living a healthy lifestyle is, you know, the 80-20 rule where 80% of the time, you know, you're on, you're doing your workouts, you're following healthy eating, whatever it is that you want to be doing, do that 80% of the time for 80% of your meals, whatever that looks like. And then 20%, that's the fun, that's the rest, that's the eat what you want. And a lot of people approach health and fitness that way, which is great, but I challenge you to start actually tracking some of this because it's easy in your head to say, yes, I have this 80-20 balance, but I bet as you start writing it out, you'll see that it's actually a lot more skewed in the 20% direction. And this is especially true with alcohol because I remember when you know, I had wanted to start losing weight. I was like, okay, like, I don't think I have to cut it out completely. I can just do this 80-20 rule, right? So throughout the week, I'll be pretty healthy. And then on the weekends, I can go have some drinks. 
even if you just did that, even if you just followed, you know, every Friday, Saturday, I'll have like one to two drinks each and the rest of the time, I'm alcohol-free throughout the week, that's still closer to a 70-30%. So it doesn't look like every weekend you can just take the weekends off, which you can, right? There's no rule that says you have to. But if you are expecting to see results or you're being impatient, 70-30%, that's a C. That is nowhere near a solid effort. Just like 80%, 20%, I think people get really confused, right? Because that's still just pretty average, which is great. Like, you know, with this, you want it to feel good in your life. You want to feel a good balance, but don't expect to see these outstanding results and these amazing transformations over average B minus work, right? So I think that that's, first of all, where the huge disconnect is, is you can't be tricking yourself into saying that you're balanced and then every weekend having a drink plus even you know throwing on some Sundays during the day or throwing in some Thursdays when you're going out to dinner then it gets really close to being more like 50 50 or just skewed in the wrong direction also with something like alcohol you know typically the more you drink the more you're going to continue drinking if you act like it's something that just goes with every meal that you eat out or it just goes with every Saturday night, then you're going to keep falling into the same patterns and it'll be easier than, you know, when you wake up Sunday already not feeling great to be like, okay, yeah, and now I can continue on at brunch. Now I can continue on while we're watching football, whatever it might be. Whereas if you're trying to aim closer to that 80-20, it's more of a special occasion. It's more of something that you're like, you know, it's not a cheat meal. It's not that you're treating yourself to it, but it feels more special and you can really start to enjoy it more, right? I find that if I have something all the time, I'm not really even enjoying it anymore. But if I cut back a little bit and I don't have it every single weekend, right? Maybe you just take one weekend off per month or what if you had it every other weekend? It seems more rewarding yourself and it feels exciting when it comes around right you can kind of look forward to it like oh I can't wait till I get to go out with my girls because that's when I know that I drink not just automatically when you clock out at work or automatically when it turns 6 p.m because once again there's not anything wrong with that I want to reiterate this this is not saying that that means you have a problem or you have to make a change if that's the way that you're living but That's what's keeping you held back, right? Like this whole point of this podcast and a lot of the messaging that I like to bring to you is how can you step forward? How can you level up? And alcohol is unfortunately something that I see holding a lot of people back and holding myself back, right? I think it was only a month or two ago that I did my own episode about this where I had gotten into this routine of ending my night with a glass of wine And I very quickly just slipped into that habit before I even noticed, right? Like it started with just opening up a bottle of wine and then I did it, you know, drink from that every single night week one. And then I was like, wait, I kind of like that. Now I'm going to do it week two. And it just turned into a pattern. And so it's really easy to slip into that. And so, you know, when I'm saying to maybe cut back or, you know, you want to have this balance, it's just for the mere fact of wanting to improve this isn't you know the only way to be healthy is to do xyz but just these are the baby steps of how to get there 
And so if you know that, you know, you want to start making more of an effort, right? You're like, okay, my effort has kind of been C minus on balance and alcohol has a lot to do with that. I'm going to start making an effort. This really just comes down to having boundaries. And if you're new to setting boundaries, because this is something that I didn't do for a really long time, or maybe I was doing it, but I didn't even know what to label it. But setting a boundary is being more intentional with your actions and decisions even before it comes up. So for example, how often do you have just one drink? Right? Like realistically, if you go in not having a plan and you go out to dinner and you're like, "Mm, it'd be nice, you know, I probably don't want to drink tonight, but then you see everyone else get a drink. So then you decide to order one. And then no one just gets one when they're out, right? You want to try the new one of the week or you're going to go have one with dessert. And one turns into multiple. And once again, you can just get out of control with it really fast, right? Without even having a drinking problem. It's just the nature of it. And so if you set boundaries, it's kind of telling yourself, this is my plan for when I am in this situation. And so for me, what this has looked like around alcohol is, okay, I'm not going to have any alcohol at my apartment because I don't want to be drinking alone. The only time I'm going to be drinking is, you know, in these celebratory situations. So if I'm going out to dinner or if I'm at a birthday event or weddings, you know, and all these things were things. But, you know, that was one of them that I had for myself, right? Like I'm only going to have it when I'm out. There's no reason that I need to be drinking alone. Another boundary you could set is maybe it's the complete opposite of that. Maybe you're like, I am sick of how much money I spend on alcohol, right? Like it's just eating a hole in your wallet because when you go out, you know, the drinks are just as expensive as your food. So you're like, okay, I'm no longer going to get any drinks while I'm out. It's only going to be, you know, when I am relaxing on the couch and, you know, it's my Monday night, right? That's the bachelor night. I'm going to watch The Bachelor and have my glass of wine. That is when I'm going to have my drink. There's a lot of ways that this could look or even from the story that I mentioned before, right? How often do you have one drink? What if you were intentional of, okay, yeah, I'm never going to restrict myself of when, right? Like sometimes when I'm at home, I'll want it. Sometimes when I'm out, I'll want it, but I'm going to limit myself to just one, right? There's a lot of ways to approach this and you might have to figure out a few, play around with it a little to find what works for you. But just having these simple checks, right? It's like almost like little triggers of, okay, you know you're going to go out? What's your plan for attack on this? Okay, you're going to know you're meeting with this friend? What's your plan of attack on this? Because this also builds out to, you know, the episode that I had where I brought on my boyfriend and I was like, yeah, relationship weight gain is a huge thing. I felt all this pressure where every time we went out, you know, he would get a drink or you know, he'd want to impress me, right? Like when you first start dating, the guy wants to take you out. And I felt bad for being like, no, I don't want drinks. Or, you know, if that was the date idea, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go along with it, right? Like I have nothing against drinking. But then I found myself drinking way more than I ever would have chosen to if I was on my own. And so it just brings you back to what situations are you really enjoying your drink. What situations are you like, yes, like I would be missing out right now 
if I didn't have a drink. Like maybe one of the things that you like to do is beer tastings or wine tastings. I know that's a really fun event that I like to do in the summer, right? Like I'd kind of miss out on that. It's a day event where you go out to the winery, you get to dress all cute. Like in those situations, I would want to drink. But in others, I'm like, I know that I am so happy without this. My night is not ruined. Like I can survive without a drink tonight. And if you're in a place where you've never once told yourself no, if you're in a place where you're like, anytime I want a drink, I have one. I don't want to be the lame friend. I don't want to be the designated driver. I don't want to do all of that. Well, what would happen if for just one time you said no, right? Because I think that a lot of times we have like this big fear of, I don't want to be the lame friend, so I'm just getting a drink. But then, you know, what if your friend is also thinking the same thing and every time you're together, right, you're just like egging each other on for this decision that neither of you really want to do. So I don't know. I don't want to get onto too many side tangents here, but just know that the important thing is around alcohol is yes, everything can be in moderation, but it does have to be in moderation. And a lot of us are not moderately drinking. A lot of us are definitely holding ourselves back a little bit by drinking a little bit too much, even when you don't mean to, even if you're not planning on it. So you know, step one, everything in moderation. Step two, create boundaries so that way you are doing it in moderation, right? A lot of people also approach boundaries thinking that, you know, that's no fun. Now you're putting yourselves in rules. That takes the fun out of it, but it almost gives you more fun and more freedom, right? Because as I said, I stopped keeping alcohol in my house and that wasn't me being less fun, but then anytime I went out, I never felt restricted. I never was like, oh my gosh, I feel like crap because I did have a drink last night when I didn't want to. And, you know, this has been me all week, right? Like I felt better having that boundary. And then step three that I want to talk to today is how do you know when it's time to maybe call it quits on drinking, right? You don't have to tell yourself that you're going completely sober, but when is it time to really put up that fence of like, you know, blinders on, I'm doing this for me, not caring about any other judgment. So let me share what happened with me. So right before quarantine started, COVID hit, I was treating myself a lot going out. You know, I was working out for group fitness every morning, but then every night, you know, I was going out with these drinks. As I mentioned, I had just started dating again. I just had a new apartment in the city. So it was my way of saying, you know, I want to try the place next door. I want to try the bar down the street. I want to try all these local spots. And I just was drinking a lot more than I would have liked to. So COVID hit. And I wasn't planning on it lasting this long. No one was. So at the very beginning, I told myself, I was like, okay, like, I'm going to do a little detox, right? I'm going to just tell myself I'm going to start fresh. This is the time to catch up on my sleep. This is the time that I'm going to stop drinking some alcohol. And so I completely removed it. It wasn't even at my house anyways to begin with. So I just continued on that. And then you know, the 14 days quickly turn into many, many months as we've all seen. So those first few months, I really enjoyed it. And I didn't, I don't think that I had a single drink for the first four months of quarantine. And that wasn't because, you know, I was stopping drinking cold turkey because I had such an issue with it. But I was like, this is just 
an experiment I want to try. And so I did it. And then, you know, places started opening back up again. It turned into summer. I went to the beach and I had a few day drinkings. And, you know, there it wasn't a big deal one way or the other. Because that's the other thing, too, is I think that people put a lot of emphasis on like, oh, if I'm going to stop drinking, I have to make this big decision. And for me, it was never a big decision either way. I stopped completely cold turkey for four months and that was great and I felt great. And I will note that is the most results I've seen fitness wise ever. That is a note. It's a very big plus. But I also didn't make a big decision of like, oh, I'm going to have my first drink again. And like this signifies me starting to drink again, right? It wasn't me being a drinker or non-drinker. It was just what I wanted to do in that specific instance. And then, you know, after I had that beach weekend, I stopped drinking again for a while. And now it's kind of just on and off, but it's definitely a lot rarer to be on. I'll take like a month off and then, you know, I'll have something to celebrate. As I said, I like to do it in celebration. So then I'll have another drink. But what I've noticed is that every time that I start to pick up the drinking again, is it doesn't do anything for me, right? Like sometimes I'll start to drink again because I'm like, oh, you know, like this one specific cocktail that I like, I really miss the flavor of it. But then I drink it and I was like, that wasn't as good as I remembered. That wasn't as exciting as I remembered. And then when I wake up, honestly, feeling really dehydrated in the morning, and then obviously, you know, I have no tolerance for it now. So I feel like I'm hungover after just one to do drinks it doesn't feel as worth it. So then, you know, the next time I'll wait even a longer period without drinking and even longer. And I think that by stepping away from alcohol completely, it's giving me the chance to be like, what is alcohol actually getting me closer to? Right? Because this isn't even just about fitness goals. Yes, I saw amazing results when I stopped drinking that one time. But even besides for that, like, drinking isn't bringing me closer to my business goals or my friend goals or fitness, health, podcast, like whatever you name it. It doesn't bring me closer to any goal. So if anything, it is bringing me further. And so yes, you can have it in moderation, but also just what is it costing you? Because a lot of people turn to drinking for something, right? You can use it as a distraction, You can use it in situations where you might be nervous, right? It's that liquid courage. Or maybe it gives you an excuse to be social, right? Like if you feel like the only way that you can see your friends is inviting them to a drink and that seems like the casual thing to do. There's a lot of things that alcohol has an excuse for. And so if you really dig deep to say like, what could fill this place that alcohol is taking right now, right? Because if you've determined that it's not getting you closer to your goals, okay, so what would? Instead of using alcohol as a distraction, could you just watch TV without the alcohol? Or could you pick up a game on your phone, right? Like, these aren't even healthy things. Like, I'm suggesting Candy Crush on your phone, but if that's going to give you those same happy feelings as a glass of wine, you'll realize, like, there's other things out there then just drinking and then having the effects of it roll over into the next day and the next day and continuing on this cycle, right? It's all about what can you do right now that could just break that cycle? 
Or, you know, if you feel like this is something that you do with all of your friends, suggest something else. Or don't feel like you have to have a drink when they have a drink. There have been plenty of times where they're like, oh yeah, do you want to go out to the bar? And then I'll just order an appetizer fries or something, right? A lot of the times where you think, oh, I need a drink, there's a lot of other things that you could replace it with. So that is the final step that I encourage you to do is just be curious. Be curious on what it could feel like without depending on drinking. What could it feel like if you did remove this out of your life? So step one, moderation. Step two, set boundaries. Step three, get curious. Because once again, this is all about how you can move forward, how you can move upward and This is something that, unfortunately, I see a lot of people held back by. So let me know if you like this episode. Come over on Instagram. It's at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. And if you have a friend that would love this episode too, if you got anything out of this, please share it. Please share it out. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast, at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.